from Plant Lab in Austin, Texas. This is Stacker News Live. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Stacker News Live. My name's Farm Keon. Crazy Friday, huh? Crazy week. It has been a crazy week. Plant Lab has been very busy, uh, which is very, which is very nice. I like it a lot. And we're all, I think we're all getting, getting used to the change, which is exciting. And we're all settling in. Yeah. It's been really busy, dude. Like there's a lot of people here. Um, and, um, I'm still getting adjusted. Like today we finally took care of that, those wires in the back. So the peep, the peeps in there are doing PBS now and they want to bring back PBS. So they're doing that, which is cool. So this tomorrow, the reason that we're recording out here at Snackers is because uh, we we have a lot of uh, really smart developers in the conference room working on some really hard problems. So um, I think next week, once we get the conference room fixed up tomorrow, we'll we'll be able to get back to our regular Snacker News kind of um, green screen thing. So I'm looking forward to it because it's definitely a different feel when we do it remotely like this. So. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Sorry for the audio, guys, but there's a there is a there are a bunch of shadowy super coders working on core lightning plugins. Uh, and dude, um, did you hear some of the just, stuff that they were saying though? Just conversations no, this it? week, like some of the, like they're more base than some of the influencers in the space, dude. Like the way they talk about and think about Bitcoin. Like to me, that's been the most surprising thing hanging out with them this week is just how they think through problems and how like decentralization is the is always the goal it seems i don't know i could be saying this wrong but no i think that's fair i mean i think the influencers are following the devs i mean it wasn't like uh there were there were a bunch of bitcoin podcasts and then satoshi released the white paper uh you know it was the other way around so mm. yeah cool we're gonna jump into the top five stories of the week if you haven't never seen sacker news live uh i'd love to say that uh, we cover the top five stories no matter what it's about <laughs> And so I, I think when you look at other podcasts, other podcasts won't won't cover uh, the top five stories that are voted on Sacred News. But I, I like to take pride that we actually do. So um, this one's a special one just for that very reason. The first top story is my dad hates that I work in the Bitcoin industry. This is from no- November 9th. Bitcoin Post, 44 comments, 39,000 cents from Mr. Toshi. What's this about, Keon? Yeah, this was... Uh... This one, this one got to the top pretty fast. Um, uh, so uh, this one's about Toshi's experience uh, working alongside a startup um, and visiting Austin. And um, I guess it sounds like he spent he spent his uh, he went through his savings for that, and you know, I was just kind of grappling with uh, the reality uh, that 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 ended up occurring i guess uh, he says in here he feels like taken advantage of and um ignored uh and um and you know and it's 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 affecting his dad's relationship with bitcoin because his dad now perceives uh what experience what what toshi experienced with um associates it with bitcoin and so it's you know it's kind of a bummer because i like toshi a lot toshi's like a, you know a really like probably one of the sweetest people uh i've ever known and i you know spent time with him when i was here in austin um 
And I like he says in here that he feels like he's cut he's cut off. Um, and I wish uh, I haven't I haven't uh, he hasn't reached out to me, so I haven't I haven't had a chance to talk to him. I don't I don't even have a way to communicate with him. Um, I was only ever communicating with him in person, but uh, I tried to respond to him on on Stacker News. Uh, I don't think he I don't think he replied there. So I hope I hope he feels like um, like his friends in Austin aren't ignoring him because uh, I, I you know all of us uh, if you know if he's listening all of us do care about you and. Um, the other thing, uh, Stack of News people might be interested in is Toshi's the one who designed uh, the cowboy hat, uh, and the uh, which card which card is not card is not like the cowboy hat, but I think for separate reasons. I think aesthetically he probably likes it, but um, and then he also designed the the cowboy without the cowboy hat on, and those are both uh, things that I paid Toshi to do. Uh, I did pay him, aha, uh, to do those for me, and. Um, yeah, I miss Toshi. Uh, anyway, that that's his story. We have, we get a lot. We got a lot of great comments um, in the thread uh, responding to it. I don't I don't know, Car. If you have anything you want to say about, yeah, that. I, I think yeah, I think you read that. We get through the, read through the comments, but an anon post said, "I can offer my story if that helps." I'm also working a professional that tries to prioritize working with Bitcoin only companies. I have been very lucky with my resume and even the non Bitcoin jobs I have enjoyed. You're working in a very small interest industry. Bitcoiners working professionally for companies know each other on a first name basis. You interview at companies and run into people who you worked at in previous companies. And I think the Anon kind of posts, if you read through it, it really hits home on the the proof of work that you need and the professionalism and just a lot of the things that you need on your resume to be kind of taken seriously. And I, I think he really capitalized that in the first post. But if you go through it, there's there's a lot there where they talk about um you know, like this is typical in startup behavior. Not a lot of people know what they're doing, stuff like that. So I think, uh, I think for me personally, I, I think, you know, obviously we still love and care about him. It sounds like he's going through a hard time right now. And um, yeah, man, pray for him. I always pray for him. So just wish him the best and hopefully he can get back on his feet. But yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, um, yeah. He got a lot of supportive stuff in the comments. If you want to read, uh, listen to more of or read more of that, you can, Read that there, but Toshi, I am I am here. I am on Stacker News. If you would like to communicate, Fields ready to hire you. <laughs> I, I, I could I could use some more icon work uh, if you want to do some more icon stuff. There you go. Heard it here first. Toshi's a designer. Next, if, if anyone is looking to hire a designer, by the way. But yeah. Anyway. Cool. The next top story is some thoughts on the game theory that results from BTC wealth. This is from Ellis Mercury, November seventh, Bitcoin post. Seventy three comments, seventeen thousand cents. What is this about? Yeah. Yeah, this is this is a good post. Um, so, like, you know, what happens if Bitcoin is worth like a ridiculous amount of money, and all of us plebs who are you know merely stacking Sats, uh, our Sats turn into like meaningful amounts of amounts of money? You know, he, he says here, imagine like the the premise is: imagine a future where one Bitcoin is worth a million dollars. So even if you only have you know a few hundred thousand Sats, you're you know you're now rich. It, or you're you're now relatively comfortable. You're now worthy of being robbed. Uh, what do you do? And uh, he describes here, um, like he describes the security issues that are around that. 
And there was a, there was also this week, there was a, there was a story out of Sweden where people were getting attacked. Um, uh, Bitcoin podcasters were getting attacked. And so that might've been, that might've motivated this, but he, he goes through single SIG and the fragility of that in such a world where um, you have uh, where Bitcoin is worth so much money and, you know, you're, you have a single point of failure and you are, you know, you are basically in the way of someone robbing you and you will become, uh, you, you, you will become a casualty of them attempting to get your Bitcoin. And then, you know, kind of concludes that, uh, you know, multi-sig, um, and multi-sig like things, I think he would, he would probably, uh, uh, append to this are, uh, are this, are the solution and, uh, yeah, and that might be how, how the game theory goes out. But and then at the end, he he adds that Andreas Antonopoulos is known, uh, who who who, it, who likely holds a lot of Bitcoin, um, said that uh, said that he is not in favor of multi-sig, um, but I assume he has some some solution to that. Anyway, it was a great post. Started a really great discussion. It's something that a lot of us think about, and there's a bunch of companies that help us with this kind of stuff, and a lot of products that help us with this kind of stuff and we kind of get into it in the comments yeah do you remember andreas though andreas actually like i think he said publicly like he spent all his bitcoin on all the education stuff that he was doing in the early days do you remember that and then roger i think it was roger veer made fun of him because he spent all his he spent all his bitcoin and he because he would give it away remember when he was doing those talks in the early days and then i think i remember correctly i think in 2018 everybody like gave him bitcoin this is when it was probably like at ten thousand or something. Do you remember that? But um, do you remember that? I do remember that on Twitter. I remember yeah, that on yeah. Twitter where he said he said he didn't. He, I mean, I think a lot. I think people would be really surprised that a lot of um, a lot of people to be in Bitcoin they spend all their Bitcoin. I mean, we just read that story from Toshi. That was like where he where he went to zero. Um, I think that's true for a lot of people in Bitcoin. Um, I know several prominent. Uh, people have way less Bitcoin than people would think. Uh, and that was the thing that shocked just, me. Yeah. In the early days was like meeting all these people who I respected and, and like read, you know, read their blogs or, you know, stuff. And then come to find out that some of the things they were doing, like there was just, there was no money. <laughs> like no one was making any money. I was just like, what? Um, that's why, like, if I had to I'd do it all over again, Keon, I think I would have like, you know, stayed humble and stack sense in my fiat job. <laughs> it makes you, I mean, obviously we don't do that for that reason, but it definitely, I think I thought differently at the time. Yeah. I think it depends on what your goals are. Uh, and, you know, like I care about some, I think, I think what ends up happening for a lot of us is we care about Bitcoin's mission and we do our own personal wealth. We care about what it can do for like, everyone and not necessarily just us and so we're willing yeah. to make that trade and not have as much bitcoin as we might um and, that's, that's why i think yeah like, any, that's what yeah yeah go ahead no I was, I'm, I'm go for it no i was just gonna say that's why i think like it's so important for a group of people to get together and like help each other with stuff because it it's important to yeah, some somebody to lean on during those times yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you got, we got a, like, we're all kind of, kind of the cool thing about working 
in something like Club Lab, if, you, if any of you have a place near you, is um, basically like all your friends are like free consultants on your, you know, they'll be they'll just give you shit about your product, but uh, it'll be that's valuable shit uh, that they're giving you if you if you have the right ear um, for mm-hmm. it. And they're they're informing you about stuff, and you know that that help that will help um, that'll make it worth it on on some level as far as the Bitcoin spend it can at least. Um, but yeah, it, it is, we're all, we're all much poorer for our Bitcoin, our devotion to Bitcoin. Yeah. We've got one from block talk. He says in Latin America, it's super common to find plots of land guarded by armored. Porteros, I think is that that means you pay a small administration fee and subsidy their salary along with their neighbors. They can call back up at a moment's notice. This is a model that works. It's just, isn't something really available in the West only to truly wealthy. We'll see more of this. I expect the collapse of nations will leave a huge void when people realize that police cannot only no longer help them, but they may actively be working against their interests. Police may even be incentivized to use their positions as trusted people in society to raid people's homes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd say that even this is even true of the, of the Porteros is uh, how do you trust, how do you pick a Portero that you trust? You're letting them, you're you're basically recreating the police problem, but uh, giving them much, more personal access yeah cool the next top story is just a taste dash tipping and sats this is from gray ruby 29 comments eight thousand thirty-eight cents. november 6 bitcoin post uh what is this about oh i think i actually missed this one on my uh my review for the, the top week. Five? wait is it, it not in the top five? it wasn't a, it is in the top five I, I for some reason i skipped over it in my in my review um so i don't have i don't have much to say on it uh, uh it looks like try, it looks like it's try. a it's a yeah the champion of bitcoin adoption dark lords of stacker news darth, darth coin asked me to post this and since i don't want to uh get called this ss <laughs> uh, uh or get force choked i decided to oblige and then he talks about every week once sometimes twice a week my wife will put together an online pickup order uh, originally, she was picking up these orders and giving the Walmart staff member that pick, packed, and loaded the order a $5 tip. One time, I happened to be with her, and uh, I asked, it looks like he's tipping in uh, Bitcoin. Cool. Yeah, I, mi- I must have missed this story this week. Uh, but it sounds, yeah, it sounds like he's tipping uh, people, uh, a variety of people. He mentions both both men and one woman at the beginning. And it sounds like it wasn't too hard to convince them. Um, it's cool. Yeah. I mean, it's cool to see people people trying to find ways to do this. I I think I got one. I got one rejection attempting to uh, tip a bellhop in Miami Bitcoin, and I don't I don't know if I've attempted. No, I tried to tip another another woman at a bar like a year later, but um, it's hard. It's just- it's it, he makes it sound easy, but it's hard. So we just met this guy across the street uh, who runs this, like, apparently he's, like, bootstrapping this whole coffee. You, you should meet him. I don't know if you've met him yet, but he runs that Sparks mm-hmm. coffee thing. Um, he's, okay. he's like, convincing these real estate, like, you know, places to give him coffee, like, room for a coffee shop in the middle of their room or whatever, the main lobby. And he's convincing them, and then he's building out these, like, coffee shops. Um, anyway, so we've been talking to him this week. He knew what Plub Lab was. Uh, he even knew who I was, which was kind of shocking. Uh, when I went in there the first time, and uh, he's getting set up for Bitcoin. Um, wow! He's using Coin. He's using Coinbase custody, which kind of sucks. But um, 
we're going to try to steer him get in the right river. Yeah. Oh, do they do that? River or... Okay. I will. I didn't know. Yeah, they should. They yeah, they should allow. Where they can do it from the terminal though. Or no. Oh, I don't know. Just oh, I didn't realize Coinbase has like a. That's what he said. Yeah. A sale. So he's going to get it, and we're going to test it next week or something. So I mean, we're, we'll see. I mean, I, ideally, you know, it'd be cool if we get like Zap right in there or something. I don't know how you would do it, but we're just not there yet. You could use yeah, Ibex. I think right? that. No, I think there are. I think there are tools. Uh, I mean, if you want, I, I'm sure Darth Coin would send you one of his guides on, yeah. on how to get set up with how to set how to set them up. But he probably needs, you know, like a a thorough accounting system and that's all that kind of stuff. Like, I know he, he, he yeah. I think Coinbase allows him to do like a fiat, you know, 70% Bitcoin, 30% fiat. I think that's the thing that he's looking for. And we just don't have that yet, oh. unfortunately. Um, but I think, I think there's, there's companies that are close to that. Um, and so, yeah, it makes sense for him. You know, he's running like a business and uh, bootstrapping it, but really cool guy. Um, so it's definitely out there. People are listening. And then, uh, yeah, this is the way to do it. Just talk about it. Yeah. I mean, I, his business and his business idea sounds really cool. Like rather than like a coffee, a coffee truck. I went over, I went to Spark. We went, I went to Spark. Oh, you did? Um, okay. was, talk to him. Week on my, I didn't see him there though. I was, I, there was a woman Jeez. who was working there. Yeah. Um, so another thing and, he's doing too with, he was saying that he's yeah. getting like artists to work during the day and they can display their art and stuff. So I guess so she's an artist. So, Oh, I didn't know. Okay. I didn't know that either. I mean, that's a, that's a cool idea too. He's, he sounds like a really resourceful, uh, he's been person. Doing I, we just 20, went 2017. He's been doing it since 2017. He's finally, he said he's finally figured it out. Like a year ago. he's been at it for four years. <laughs> Crazy. Right. Or that's five so, years. Yeah, it's so cool because Spark is like we went into we went into Spark and we're like where we're like in this we're like in a lobby, but it doesn't se- it doesn't seem like the main lobby, but it it definitely seemed like space that wasn't getting used. So it's like it's a really nice hack on like available you know available space. So I think it, you know, it's really smart. Yeah, he's 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 figured out something. It's like these collaborative environments. Um, Cool. The next top story is a blog post is a very long and complex search query to find fascinating people. This is from Elvis Mercury, November 4th, MetaPost. Eight comments, 10,005 stats. What's this about? Oh, this is a great, this is a really great uh, blog post. Um, it's, I mean, it's part like motivation to write. Um, and it's part telling you how to become a successful or to become to, to become noticed as a writer, um, and uh, it's just really well written by uh, Henrik Carlson, and he's been writing on the internet for fifteen years. But he he describes uh, he describes the moment that or the moment that he experienced where he um, he finally had an article or a, an essay he had written go like become popular. And what that felt like, and what that did for his his writing, uh, like him as a writer, like what it, like how it informed him as a writer, and how it, how it changed his view of his writing. And it's kind of you know it's kind of in the title in terms of how it changed his view on like the goal of writing, and like one of the things that you can look forward to should should your writing land 
in the right place and get in front of the right readers. Uh, and he describes how to get how to get it in front of the right readers in here. But That's uh, cool. it, it's basically it's you're basically you're, it's kind of like you're, he's, he calls it a search query, um, but it's more like a lighthouse uh, where mm-hmm. you know pe- you know people can you know a lighthouse that's shaped a very particular way and has a very particular spectrum of light that other people who are attuned who are looking for that lighthouse can can find you. And he describes how how um how much more rich it's made his intellectual life to have to add it to have built such lighthouses and continue to build them that's connecting him with people that he might not otherwise find especially geographically and the kind of conversations you have in text versus the conversations you have uh verbally are are not really the same because you're or get or when we're when we're right when we're writing in text when i'm communicating with people on stack or news uh, for an example, uh, they're getting they're getting words that that someone could that I could say that they could say in you know they could read in five minutes that maybe took me forty minutes to think through and write in some cases, and in a way it's like elevating all of our our it's like elevating all of our intellectual abilities, um, which is kind of cool. Anyway, it's a really good post on on like writing in addition in addition to uh, you know, finding an audience and not just, it doesn't just apply to writing. It applies to really any kind of, uh, public work or, or, you know, uh, shareable work, digital shareable work specifically, and how you might, um, make it, make it popular and make it, make it work for you. Like the search query for people that you, uh, have in like share interests with. Yeah, that's great. I can't wait to read it. I I didn't know that's what this post was about. Um, I enjoy writing a lot, man. It's um, I'm working on a piece right now about devotion, and I'm trying to. It's hard to like take all these ideas. I have a tendency of put all my ideas on my phone, and then like after like three or four weeks, I'll have like enough of these little little tidbits that I'll be able to formulate like a full on, you know, just like a blog post on it. And uh, lately, I've just been real selfishly writing if that makes any sense like i write literally just for myself at this point and i don't this is just in the beginning i started doing it for because uh, i was like oh let me share my information and these days i'm literally just doing it for myself to understand how i look at things better and so i've just been on that kick lately for the past three or four months um but um that's, that's i enjoy cool. it it's, it's they're very it's very therapeutic it's very therapeutic and it really gets really relieves you of a lot of anxiety and stress when you write. So. Yeah. It lets, it lets you get your, what's in, what would otherwise just be knocking around in your head out somewhere. And it's, you know, your head is, your head is a lot more calm and on straight. One of the, one of the things you reminded of me, me of when you said the reason, the, the reason why you write or, you know, what, what you like to write. One of the things you described that I found really, really nice to hear was that he writes what he wish he wished he could find and read, and oh, I found wow. I, I found that really good because that's exactly what what um, what I understand about start what, a product building is. That's exactly what you should be doing with product building, and it seems like a, you know you could probably generically apply it to any creative act. Is like what isn't getting what what can't you find that you wish you could find and make that for for other versions of you out there that that will eventually um discover it and 
it's really cool. I mean, it's a, it's basically it's a bit, it's not it's not my idea. It's I think Paul Graham is probably uh, he might have found it somewhere else, but he is he's popularized that idea more than anyone else. And it you know the the YC saying is make something people want and or make you know it make some make make something people want. And he says if you're looking for a startup idea, make something make something you want to use. Mm. And it's very similar. Write something that you want to read. And that's, uh, I think, really cool. I think one of the coolest things I love about, you know, writing is going back and reading it later and either, you know, either doing one or two things. And for me personally, it's either like, like, uh, just feel like, oh my God, I was so full of crap or like, you know, just like one of those, like just detested or you'd be like, wow, that's actually really insightful. <laughs> it's very rarely the last part, but when it does happen, um, you, you, you're like, cause you, you think, I was like, what was I thinking about that time when I was thinking of this? Or it could be whatever it is. Um, and you go back. It's, it's, it's really neat. Good one on Elvis Mercury. He always has a really good stuff. I've noticed lately. Um, he's, he's a, I mean, he's a writer. I don't, I mean, I don't know exactly. Elvis Mercury is quite, quite, uh, you know, uh, private, but, uh, they seem to be a writer. Uh, when I was complaining about my, inability to write well uh they gave me uh some tips that i think only someone who writes a lot would give would give someone and yeah it was it was pretty cool cool the next are you there i think we're breaking up a little bit oh can you hear me the the next top story is a blacklist of banks that block movements to or from bitcoin related services this is from kirstop versus 23 comments, 7,427 cents, November 9th, Bitcoin post. What's this about? Yeah, this is cool. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of exactly what it says. And it's, you know, it's one of these cool, like, GitHub readmes that allows anyone on the internet to kind of contribute to it. It's like a repository of, you know, basically facts. Uh, you frequently see them with, like, products uh, or tools or, uh, things like that, but in this case, it's 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 attempting to record um, banks that are uh, anti-Bitcoin, taking anti-Bitcoin stance, and you know the way that they are uh, taking an anti-Bitcoin stance. When this was originally published on Stacker News, it had two items in the table, and now it looks to have uh, about seven of them. Um, but you can you can see. Uh, like in the top, it, it says that uh, JP Morgan Chase, uh, they have a total ban, a total ban on receiving, um, uh, I guess, from an exchange. Um, and then they, uh, like, I guess, fiat from an exchange. And then uh, sending payment limits. Or they, you also can't send, to an ex- send fiat to an exchange as well. And they list a few. Oh, I guess that's Chase UK specifically, not not generically. There's another Commonwealth Bank of Australia. I guess Wise in Europe. Look, seems like a lot of Europe, like a lot of uh, European banks specifically. Because I don't know of anyone having like this, like a user level level problem with uh, banks in the United States. Um, I know companies that have a lot of trouble with them, but like Stripe, like very Stripe is very anti Bitcoin. Um, I do know that. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not exactly. So I don't think Stripe itself is a bank, but I know that they're, you know, they're um, 
they're like a financial services company and they are frequently an interface to your bank. Uh, and they will, they will, that we have known them to deny people their services because they're, they have, they have, they're, they have some association with Bitcoin, but I mm-hmm. also heard of, um, other banks, uh, just like, like I talk, I talked to a lot of founders. I have like, we have like a founders, uh, chat group and one of the more common questions that comes up is like what banks will allow me to bank with them because several of them end up uh, getting denied uh starting bank accounts uh, because they're because they're a bitcoin company so yeah uh, yeah this is a real it's a real problem good 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 putting this list together it's uh it's definitely needed got brian h he said here in the u.s i haven't had any issues with capital one Elvis Mercury said, that's an interesting idea, a section in the repo of banks that are broadly known to be non-problematic for BTC-related activity, although I guess the burden of proof on that is harder. Brian responded back, yeah, there are a handful of banks that don't take issues with their customers transacting with Bitcoin or crypto services. Typically, the newer Neobank is friendlier. Yeah, I agree on the Neobank stuff. Um, Square, Square, I know I know, we're not talking banks. We're talking like financial platforms, but Square is really cool. Um, Square gets it. That makes sense. I mean, I think their 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 Bitcoin business, I think, is is making them billions of dollars a year in fees. So, yeah, makes sense. Cool. The that's all the top five stories of the week, stackers. We're going to jump into our favorite stories of the week. Keon, this is yours. Lessons I learned as a lawyer, part one. Yeah, this is a really this is a really like uh, you know heartwarming. I think like sweet story from Siggy about. Uh, I think this was his first, the first case, one of his first cases that he took on, but it was a, it was a 19 year old man in New York, uh, back in the 1980s. Uh, Siggy, you know, so Siggy just started as a lawyer, but he had been, he was playing craps and got caught playing craps and was now, um, getting prosecuted for gambling. And, uh, you know, long story short, uh, he walks into the prosecutor's office uh, to discuss the case with the prosecutor, and the pro- the prosecutor asks him if he wants to join his NFL uh, his NFL pool and what the buy-in is. And uh, anyway, anyway, uh, when when the when the prosecutor brought up. Uh, the case and they began discussing the case about this kind of this illegal gambling this kid playing craps in a in an alley somewhere uh siggy brought up to the prosecutor well how is that any different than your your nfl pool how is you know you're you're that's illegal gambling by you know new york state law so um should you should are you are you should are you know how are you going to prosecute this kid for uh for doing something that that you're doing like in, in the halls of justice, I guess, really. Um, and so I, he basically got the kid, basically got the kid off, um, with a, with a non-criminal offense and, you know, didn't, didn't go on his record or anything. Basically, you know, Siggy saved the day is kind of the, um, the, what happened in that story because he, he, he recognized hypocrisy when he saw it and, and, uh, in a way that the process, that, that the, you know, the quote unquote bad guys in the story couldn't deny. 
Yeah, I had no idea Siggy was a lawyer before. That's crazy. Um, really? It makes sense. Yeah, I didn't know he was a lawyer. He was previously a lawyer. Um, we got Carlos Fandango in the comments. He said, a good outcome versus justice, I guess. Life shouldn't be made about these decisions by people who seem to be on the law. Just feels desperately unfair, and it's hard not to see a societal grievance when this happens again and again in some form. Siggy says, you study for three years and realize you're basically a horse trader. <laughs> Carlos Fandango says, I have heard similar comments from others in your profession. What does he mean by horse trader? Like, what does that mean? Um, I think it's like, you know, you're making, it's not so much that you're, you know, you're not holding the torch of liberty and like warding off demons from, uh, you know, from people who are accused falsely of crimes you're like it's more of a, like a negotiation um mm. that that is that is almost uh that doesn't that doesn't involve you know the f foundational things it's all it's all like uh, you know i'll give you this for that i'll you know i'll i'll like in his case he's like you know uh, i guess the prosecutor offered him non-criminal disorderly conduct and while the while the kid probably wasn't you know, it shouldn't even be punished with that, given that the prosecutor was, you know, uh, breaking the same law. It made sense for Siggy to accept that, given, you know, given that the alternative could be worse. And Siggy was like, er it was early in his career. So you end up, you end up negotiating, not for what things are worth, but like kind of what, what you can get, which is like, which is like in horse trading. It's all, you know, kind of messy human. Um, stuff and not necessarily fair rather political and biased and subjective yeah great post great post from siggy siggy's the man he'll get to he'll get to a bitcoin probably before anybody i think right look at this he'll get two to million what? he'll get to a full bitcoin before oh, yeah. anybody he's stacking yeah. fast i mean it was what it was like yeah. what like a it was like zap zap he was like he was uh it was it was like six months ago kevin and i were discussing this the other day Six months ago, Kevin had Siggy on his podcast where he had earned five hundred thousand sats, and now he's at like two million. So it's yeah, yeah, crazy. Awesome. My my top story of the week is from Plep Poet. This is for whom the Beltos gives for turning vibes. Sixteen thousand sats, fifteen comments. Yeah, I haven't read this to be honest, but I just wanted to share it. Like oh. Jana, Jana's like always, she's like super talented, you know, like whether it's the drawing, the coloring. Uh, the painting, uh, the writing, the poetry, it, it, she does it all. So it's uh, just wanted to share this because um, it's on my list of stuff to read this weekend. But yeah. Yeah. Did you read it? Good, I read I ended up reading it. Yeah. I thought, I, thought it was, I thought it was really good. And I'm happy to see Jana writing on Sacred News again. Uh, Elvis Mercury and I uh, like, uh, were, were attempting to cajole her into writing. And it, and it seems like, like she did, um, but it's cool. It like weaves in. It really tells. Uh, uh, I think like it tells like three stories for me. There's there's the for whom the bell tolls, which I haven't read, uh, and then it tells you know kind of the story, um, a, a little bit of uh, fourth turn the fourth turning, and kind of begins telling. I think a little bit of the story of of. Uh, you know, father like patriarchs uh, and families to kind of get like a vibe that 
uh, Jana has this sense of, of her own family and then, um, you know, ties it back, ties it now back and like weaves it back around into Bitcoin and like what happened, like what, what happens now, um, for Bitcoiners when the world is kind of, kind of in, kind of in a, in a, in a bit, like seems like it's on the verge of some kind of crisis, just like the, the character, uh, Jordan is and for whom the bell tolls. Anyways, it, it was, it's like a really fun, uh, read. This is like the type of stuff that I would be incapable of, um, writing. Cause it's like, it's so lateral in terms of like moving through uh, a lot of different ideas. Uh, anyway, I thought it was, I thought it was really good. Yeah. Stackers zapper right there. Boom. Boom. <laughs> um, yeah. She also has, oh, she, yeah, right here, flippoid.com. So definitely check that out. She has a lot of writing there. I think her first book's on there too. So, um, that's it for the top stories of the week. We're going to jump into top stackers. Keon, look at the top stackers. This oh, week. oh, we also had a, we had a release. We did it. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Oh yeah. My bad. Yeah. I forgot to do the, uh, the meta. It's cool. It's just a small, it's all that. It's literally just the title. So now you can upload images yeah. to stacker news and that's, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, that's 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 the that's the thing people have been waiting for this for literally forever yeah. because um because uh i'm lame and i didn't i didn't do it but yeah why but didn't you do it there now guys because you're you're scared about all the uh the crazy stuff that could get uploaded is that why or no it's just i had i mean i have so many things to do that it's mm. like image uploading wasn't a priority wasn't a priority so much for so much as like some of these other things uh, that we've been working on, and because uh, I mean, you can you can upload images anywhere. Like all, I'm mostly interested in in the product doing things that other products that other products don't mm. do, rather than yeah. all the things that those that existing products do. That just seems yeah. kind of boring to me. But it's yeah. clearly something really important, and I'm actually very thankful that we have it because I've been using it a ton. Um, so cool. Yeah. yeah, got the top stackers of the week. Got Siggy forty seven, Darkcoin, Elvis Mercury, Cube still back up there. Undisciplined onions, Gray Ruby Arsync. Yeah, a lot of stackers. A lot of a lot of a lot of top of them. A lot of top stackers. Let's get into the most boring segment in Bitcoin. Rook, wow, dude, Rook, he just came in stealth, just took the top spot. What a boss! Yeah, Stay he humble. like uncloaked himself. Stay humble, because he had been <laughs> he, had, he had been hiding his hat, I think, for a while. And he, I guess it's I know. As soon as he said, while. like, as soon as he said, he's like, uh, he just did it. He unleashed on everybody. He's the most bullish cowboy out there. So it's kind of cool. That is pretty. Cool. I mean, it's kind of cheating because he's like he like he <laughs> came up with the idea. So, but you uh, came up with the but, rules, uh, man. You came up with the who came up with the rules? Did you come up with the rules or he? Uh, I believe it. I believe. I mean, I'd prefer. I'd prefer to just say it was all him because I don't actually know. I. I mean, I implemented it. I think. <laughs> I think uh, that's that's pretty much. It's basically it's his idea. So he, he knows the rules. The We're rule. finding out who's really running Snacker News now. We're finding out behind the scenes. <laughs> that's right guys i'm kidding i'm kidding um 
Yeah, I got Tiki 47, Orthworm, Grey Ruby, Carmen. Yeah, Carmen's still there. Thank God. That's who, that's who my guy is right there. We'll, we'll see for how long Carmen can hang on. We'll see. I don't know. I mean, he's got he's got the Cowboy Permable uh, on his uh, startups. Startups uh, is a co-founder with him. Who uh, he was in he was in a comment thread. I don't know if yeah. he was serious or not, but he, but yeah. he was he was like he was he was like he sounded genuinely upset. And someone asked him if he was genuinely upset, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm genuinely upset." And I I don't know whether whether he's just like you know not being serious yeah. or not, but it. I, mean, yeah. I don't know whether I feel bad or to laugh, um, but yeah. poor, cool. poor, poor man, that man. Keon, what are you doing this weekend? What am I doing? Um, I'm thinking, I think I'm going to go, there's like some things I still want for my office. I've been, when I move into a new, when I get a new space, I get insane. I get like totally insane and I want it to be everything to be exactly how I want it. Cause then I'll just I'll like, I, I feel at peace. Um, so I'm get I, I want to get like a bookshelf and then, um, I need, I'm, I want to, I want to see if I can find, we're like going to go, we're just going to go thrifting this weekend, I think for some of these, like a bookshelf. And then I want like a, I want like a, a nautical, uh, artwork of some kind. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's like, for some reason, that's what I want. And you know what I, I, I'm very particular. So I'm, that's probably what I'll end up getting. I'll maybe put it behind me, so it's not like just like white. Like I'm not in like an yeah. emergency room. What are you doing this weekend? Uh, coming back to the lab. It's still got a lot of stuff to set up, and uh, mainly the the podcasting production stuff. Got to set that up tomorrow, and then after that, um, get some other work done. So I'm gonna be busy. Busy week, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The lab is coming together. I'm really liking it. So yeah, when you get out of your office, you can tell, right? When you get out of there, when you finally recluse, finally leave. Got a lot of shit to do, man. Maybe someday I'll, I'll not have anything to do anymore, and then I can. I, be, I will say this: I hardly see you. Okay. I hardly see you now. I feel like before I saw I saw you all the time, and that's kind of sad. Sad to say, I'm like I usually see you all the time. Now I don't. I don't know if I run into you that often during the day. Maybe like once. And it's actually a smaller space, which is weird. You would think. Yeah, you're just far. I mean, the. I mean, at the last place, you basically set your desk like inside of my door. Like I could hardly close my door. You were so. You were like basically. You tried to move it inside actually at first, and I was like, "No, car, this is my office." And then you moved it. You oh, finally moved it. Attached to the hip. I was attached. I was attached to the hip. Uh, now and uh, broke away, ran away. I'm in the front. Yeah, you you flew the you flew the the stacker news nest and <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll pass by you several times in the day, but you're like in the zone uh, now. And because yeah. I'm like not, I'm not like in your, you know. Yeah. Anyway, it's good. Yeah. It's good for you. You get stuff done. I, I usually bothered you all the time, but now I don't bother you as much. I mean, not in a bad, not in a bad way. I was mostly bothered by the music. Uh, that would get I still on my do that. Like I'm I in the middle. Of, yeah, but you're far away, and uh, but like when we were at the office, it'd just be like me, you, and one other person or something. And I'm I'm in the middle of trying to solve something where like my brain is like like literally like the slightest thing could take me out of a groove to solve a problem. And I'm you're just playing you're playing whatever music you're playing, or you're like humming. You'll do like this humming. Anyway, we don't got to get into this now, but. 
Uh, <laughs> that's funny. That's that hilarious. So, so, so I'm responsible for the images by me moving allowed you to get the images done. <laughs> that's right. It wouldn't have happened without that. Uh, I mean, obviously, I mean, it was completely Exeus's work. So, uh, but I was able stackers. to merge it. Yeah. Because of that. You're welcome, Stackers. All right, cool. Well, have a great weekend, Stackers. You, uh, you know, yeah, have a great time. I think next week we're still doing uh, one for Thanksgiving. So we'll do our Thanksgiving special next week and then uh, we'll come back. Yeah, it'll be cool. Car's going to dress yeah. up as a turkey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you think so? Maybe. Who knows? You should. I might. Dude, we're getting decorations. We're going to be doing a Thanksgiving, a Friendsgiving next Saturday. So um, Here at the lab? Cool. Yeah, at the lab. Yeah. Hannah's like putting it all oh, together. Cool. So. so it'll be really cool. Amazing. Yeah. All right. We'll see you later, stackers. Is that...